fuck? Who the fuck? You? We fucking killed you. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, son. Woo! That's how you do it. Vigilante style. That's right, because we love us some vigilante movies. And I got two vigilantes in the house tonight. That's right. Sexy sumo, don't fuck with them. All right? Mm. Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast. That's right. Don't mess with him either now. That's right. We're talking vigilante flicks tonight. Let's do the damn thing. Welcome to another episode of Is It Really That Bad? Thanks for hanging out with us. All you badasses, movie dojo army. Who's in the house? Who do we got here? Jake Hall in the house. He enjoyed the film. Kevin Bacon rocked. He is the Baconator. That's the right. Baconator. Heather Love. What's going on? Eric Plantier. Adam Evans. Rudy we got Rudy Ro Rudy Noza, all right. L enjoyed the film as well. Flick Snacks and Nick and Knacks. John Martinez, AJ Mason, Marco G, Jonathan, Robert, uh, Lady Danis, and Finkster in the house. Not as good as Punisher Warzone. <laughs> well, that's a different type of vigilante movie. Because <laughs> we love us Warzone as well. All right, we're getting ready to get into it. 2007 AEA. TV spot trailer came on the tele and I looked at it and I said, what the fuck is this? What is this garbage with the Baconator up in here trying to be some Charles Bronson? What is this bootleg death wish ripoff? Okay. What is this garbage? Wasn't impressed by the trailer. Instantly, immediately dismissed the movie said, fuck this bullshit. Many, 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 many years went by, and a Bruce Willis Death Wish remake was released. And, and we already talked about that. Yeah. Channel, me, me. <laughs> That's what I think about that shit. I thought you liked it when we oh, talked no. about it. On, what? No. I thought you were no. okay with it. I said it was okay. I didn't say it was uh, great. Oh, mm -hmm. no. okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's another. Well, you can check out the video <laughs> for our thoughts on it. Anyway, um, but yeah, that came out. And then. Sumo was like, ah, you know, he Jay Leno Death Wish. He was like, yeah, 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 right? <laughs> and, and then he told me a little something about a film called Death Sentence. And I was like, why does that sound familiar? Why does that sound familiar? And I was like, wait, wait, wait. You talking about that Death, that death Wish ripoff with the Baconator in there? Come on now. Are you seriously? And Sumo said it was legit. I was like, all right. So back in my blind blu-ray buying days i instantly found out this fucking movie's not even been released on blu-ray i was like what the fuck <laughs> i was like wait a minute what's happening here <laughs> why what, what, i don't understand so it's not even on blu-ray you know uh i didn't really have time to search for a dvd copy so luckily i found it on amazon prime and it's the unrated version and that's the version i bought watched it and felt like a complete fucking idiot uh, by the time I got done watching it. And it's one of those never judge a book by its cover or by a movie by its trailer. And uh, which is sometimes what we do. It, it happens. And sometimes we're wrong. And sometimes movies end up kicking our asses later, right? Uh, but as long as we enjoyed the film, that's all that matters at the end of the day, right? But yeah, I was like, yo, I was not expecting to... Uh, enjoy the movie at all really i was like sumo's too sumo's he's, he's messing with me he's fucking with me I would uh, and now and now since then 
since I watched it when I, you know, a couple of years back, I've been noticing that nobody's talking about it. No one. I haven't seen any movie reviews of this movie. No, no, none. Right? Nobody's talking about it. There's no Blu-ray release of this film. And what's what annoys me a lot is that every time I hear people talk about James Wan's newest project and they go over his entire filmography, they always skip Death Sentence. And I'm like, what is happening right now? They're like, ooh, Aquaman, the movie that's coming out right now, right? Oh, we got we got the director of, of, of Saw and the Insidious films and The Conjuring. And even, even they will even reference Dead Silence, the puppet movie about puppets. I can't they like will that one. Reference, I, I know, I don't have a problem with that one either. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they will reference that over Death Sentence. It's almost like he didn't, he didn't it's, it's almost like this movie doesn't even exist. So now I'm getting more annoyed. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? And I didn't mind Aquaman. It's fun fantasy flick. Octopus playing drums. I can dig it. But still, <laughs> constantly, future James Wan projects coming up, being announced. And they'll always go through his entire filmographer. And they will always skip death sentence. And then somebody mentioned to me the other day, uh, well, it's, it's probably because it bombed, man. It didn't make a lot of money. I was like, look. A boo good movie is a, a good yeah. Boo that man. A good movie <laughs> is a good movie. <laughs> At the end of the day, even if it bombs, if it's a still a good, well crafted, solid flick, it doesn't deserve to be thrown in the closet and then shut the doors. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm like really stunned. And now, so now no Blu-ray release. Nobody reviews it or talks about it. Hollywood dismisses the film. They talk about every other James Wan movie except this movie. And now Rotten Tomatoes score is 20% out of 100. And I'm like, what is happening? Did I watch the same movie? What is going on? <laughs> so I'm like, we're doing a damn fucking video right now. Now, I don't know. Eric might hate it. And it's perfectly fine. When we get to Eric, he might be like, fuck this movie. And I'll be like, all right, to each his own. <laughs> That's perfectly fine, right? Everybody has a voice here. It's perfectly fine. Uh, but, uh, I did do an internet poll. You will see internet's poll and see what the internet decided about if they agree with the Rotten Tomatoes score. 20%. So I will pass it on to the Sumo. Sumo, go ahead and give, go ahead and run it down. Give us a little bit of plot synopsis about film. And then we'll, we'll go, just go around in circles and all this. We'll just have a good time hanging out, talking movies. I'll Hit keep it. it short, sweet, and make it moving real quick. Um, pretty what much I thought, you, I thought you took, uh, eight pages of notes. Just four and a half. <laughs> you know, just little little tidbits here and there. But just, just going off the top of my head, pretty yeah. much. Uh, the Go dad, Nick Tombs, uh, has a wife, has two sons. Mm -hmm. And the older son is a star hockey player. Right? So they have some sort of a, I guess you would call it kind of like an exhibition going on uh, at, at the, as in the city where he needed to go. So the dad was taking him. So they took him to the city. They played the hockey game, and on the way back, as they're driving, you got some thugs driving around in nice muscle cars, which then flash high beams, or actually they're driving with their lights off, right? Mm -hmm. So Kevin Bacon being the responsible, you know, father, he, you know, he flashes the guys to give them a heads up, hey, your lights are off, right? So that automatically indicated, oh, there's my next target for the gang members. So, um... Short, uh, they, they end up stopping at the at the gas station 
uh, to get some some fuel while the teenager or the, the oldest son went in the gas station to get some snacks. That's when the gang decides to show up. And lo and behold, they make it seem like they're going to rob the place. So they're holding up the place with weapons. Uh, but then they, um, they pretty much shoot the clerk. He's dead. And it's a very bloody shooting, too. It's pretty brutal. Um, then they, they, uh, they give a, a machete to the youngest guy in the group and say, nope, here's your initiation. Yeah. You know, so pretty much it was an, an initiation attack uh, for, the, for the young guy. Yeah, not even a robbery. Nope. Yeah. So lo and behold, uh, what's he do? He, uh, he kills the son uh, by uh, slashing his throat. And then as he's trying to get out, uh, Nick Hume goes to see what's going on and then uh, accidentally runs into the, the, the youngest stuff because they kind of ditched him there because uh, he was supposed to survive it on his own, right? Right. Um, so they, they, they kind of ditch him there, and then uh, he tackles him down. He sees his face. Um, and then, uh, lo and behold, uh, he gets, uh, he managed to kick his butt, gets away, and then he gets hit by a car, <laughs> which was which pretty, was, which was, which was hilarious. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. Cause he's just standing there looking around like, why'd they leave me? And then kablam, here comes the car out of nowhere and whacks him down. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes from there, you know? So obviously it just, it's a, it's a, it's a downward spiral from there where, you know, things progress because they go to court and right. The, the lawyer makes a plea saying, well, you know what? We can give him three to five, you know, and then he'll be out. And like, what? You know, the fact that he murdered his son, he went he went him for life. Right. But the lawyer was like, no, this is the best we can do. So instead of saying, yeah, he, he was the guy, he said, no, I never saw him in my life. And they let him go. Right. Right. Because he was planning his own revenge. And then it goes from there. Right. So I don't know if you yeah, want to keep that. going or just leave it at that. Well, then the ninjas show up. You didn't mention the ninjas. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Eric, came out of nowhere. Eric, you can take it from there, my friend. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, I just looked it up. The movie had a budget of $20 million, and That's it? Made, it? It made $17 million at the box office. Ouch. So, yeah. Still doesn't but, mean uh, it's it's a bad movie, though. No. Yeah. No. Was it not promoted properly? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, go but, for it. Uh, Maybe they had the same impression Samurai Guy did. Maybe the trailer just wasn't good enough, you know what yeah. I mean, to draw people in. Way to go, but, Samurai uh, Guy. Jeez. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> Hold on a so, second. Michael Swift. <laughs> Certified badass. Channel member. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Thank you, sir. All right. Yeah, Eric, so these... th- thoughts <clears throat> on the film? And uh, you could take it from there in terms of plot. Yeah, I mean, so so after the after this, uh, you know, they let this guy off. Kevin Bacon is already his mind's already moving on his next plan, and Kevin Bacon is great in this film, by the way. Yes. I really liked his performance in this. Yes, um, and uh, it, it, he does a good job of playing either like the normal everyday guy or the intense guy, and does both here, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. But he's he waits outside the courthouse and he follows this guy because the the goons come up and the leader of the goons. The lead actor uh, who plays Brendan? Billy, I recognized his face. I'm like, where have I seen this guy before? And I looked him up, and he was the lead in Tron Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I recognize him from. Didn't he, didn't he play Hook in, or, or a, a precursor to Hook in that movie Pan? Oh, I'm not sure. I've never seen that. 
But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, he's good in this too, the bad guy. Yeah. So Bacon yeah. follows follows these guys back to a certain area so they know where this one guy kind of hangs out. The killer hangs out. So he goes home and he uh, he goes into his he, – he makes the decision. He's going to go through with this and kill this guy who killed his son, right? So he goes into like his little garage area or woodshed area and he's – He's just trying, fumbling around trying to find a weapon, which is a pretty neat scene because you could tell he's he's never done anything like this before, yeah. you know. So is uh, so he leaves after talking to his family, and uh, he doesn't tell him what he's going to do. He's like, "I got to go to work or whatever." So he leaves and he confronts this guy, but before that, he makes the mistake of not wearing a mask or anything, and a lady just kind of sees him as she's walking by, and he just kind of. You know, he, he cowers back and then he goes and then he confronts this guy and it just, he attacks him and one thing leads to another and he kills him with a knife, you know, and the scene is real like scrappy, kind of like a real life fight. So yeah. Run it, scrapping yeah. around. Uh, yeah. The action design in this movie kind of makes sense because it's very scrappy, sloppy. Yeah. Even the way Kevin Bacon runs, it's like how, a, how I would run, just a real <laughs> out of shape 40 year old freaking guy, you know? So, so yeah, he kills this guy. And then he goes home, and it's almost like for temporarily he has this sense of like euphoria or yeah. something. Like, like yeah. he, he feels almost like good about himself. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, uh, you know, like, hey, son, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. The younger son. Like, he has like a feeling of relief or <laughs> yeah, something yeah. through it. He's like, I got this guy. So then the cops show up because they're, you know, they notice this guy's dead. And the, the lady cop, who I also really like, this, this is good acting in this movie. Mm-hmm. The lady cop, uh, Aisha Tyler, who's yeah. who's very good in this movie, I thought. She's you know, she mostly showed... known for like comedic roles, right? I'm not sure. She was a host on E Entertainment Television. Oh, oh, oh my god, that's right. What I know her from, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she shows up at his Kevin Bacon's office. She's like, hey, you know this, uh, you know the uh, alleged killer of your son died last night. Somebody killed him, and she notices that Bacon hurt himself. So she knows immediately, yeah, that Bacon did it, you know. But she, <laughs> she, she's kind. Of, she kind of plays hands off right now, yeah, uh, with him. His hand. She noticed his hands wrapped up. Right. She doesn't say anything, but yeah. And then the last scene I'll go through before I rotate it back to you, Sam. Right, guys. Another scene I kind of liked where you got this Billy guy and his gang, and they're trying to figure out who who killed this guy, who was his brother. The, the, the guy yeah. that uh, Kevin Baker killed was his brother. So they want to figure it out. That, oh, is, this, is this one gang? Is this this other? Like, I don't know. It's like, hey, you know, the, the waitress here said she saw a dude in, a, in like a suit walking outside before he was killed. And the dude's like, how many people around here wear suits yeah. to this play? This guy's mm-hmm. not from in town. So mm-hmm. his mind clicks, and he, and he gets the newspaper of Kevin Bacon that was in the news because his, you know, his son died. And he show, you know, they show the waitress. And I like that scene where the waitress... They just show the waitress nod, and, and Billy Billy's just like, "I got his, head. you know, I got this guy now." And yeah. then it, it goes from there to what I think is the best scene of the whole film. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what is, which one's that? The uh, the chase. The yeah. chase. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the chase in a second. But another thing that I, I was like, honest things happen, and which was surprised me, like. You know, later when the you know kind of kind of fast forward a little bit, but when you know his son gets injured, the other son gets injured, and he kind of has a one one to one with him, and he's sitting down there because he's still like in a coma, and he kind of pretty much tells him, "Yeah, you were not the favorite." 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> like he pretty much tells them, like, yeah, your older brother was the favorite. Uh, you know, I'm sure you probably got that. And the younger brother was kind of going through that. He was dealing with, you know, his brother being dead and him. He's like, you know, even has this scene where he tells Kevin Bacon, his dad, he's like, you wish it was me, wasn't it? You know, because I'm mm-hmm. not the favorite. And then I thought that was kind of funny. Later, Kevin Bacon sits next to him, injured, and he's all, yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> 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 you know, but, you know, he, he did mention the good qualities about him. And, he, you know, he still, he, told, he still told his son that he loved him. But I know I kind of went forward a little bit there. But here's the thing with this movie, guys. It's not a nonstop action thrill ride. Okay? Do not do not expect Punisher Warzone no. <laughs> action and carnage in this movie. This movie's actually, believe it or not, kind of a slow burn. And then it just increases up to the action finale, which kind of, it, it's so well done that when you get to the action finale, it, you, you're satisfied, dude. You don't, you're not left with this movie with blue balls. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just like yes, which we'll we'll get to a little bit of that a little bit later. But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the chase, Eric. Man, this was a great scene. It was. This was Indeed. great. And and again, I mean, not only is this movie extremely underrated, but you know what else is underrated in this film? The camera work. Oh yeah, dude. dude. The camera's great. Dude, there's so much inventive and awesome camera work in this movie. Zoom in, zoom outs. You know, you get some crane shots. Like, like it follows the action. But, you know, 20%. You know, 20% of Rotten Tomatoes is garbage. You know, it's just a movie that just, was just made to be violent for just for the sake of being violent. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, right? But, yeah, this was a great scene. It's obviously one one camera guy on Kevin Bacon as he's running, you know, just literally just going backwards, like on a, on some sort of a trolley, right? As he's being chased. Yeah. You know, but the, the whole, the whole lead up to that was really good when he's walking, he's just minding his own business with his briefcase and then the (laughs) shows up to about to shoot him and then boom, turns around and whacks the gun out of his hand with the briefcase. And then the the chase begins, man. Yeah. And they're all shooting at him just blindly multiple times, hitting all these (laughs) things, but they keep missing him. You know, and then the chase down the alley was just really good. Yeah, and the parking lot sequence, and and uh, that was reminding me a little bit of some rumble in the Bronx there, uh, Eric. <laughs> the car going over the building and him coming out to try to jump off the car. Uh, like the, but, uh, the camera work in that that thing where they just followed and kept, camera kept going. Yeah, no, no edit, no edit. No. The camera kept going, 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 and then it goes to the bad guys, and then it moves back to it. That was great. That's just Dude. that's like what that's like high class art house camera work in this movie. <laughs> really? Yes. yes, in a vigilante movie. And uh, Denbo Slice here uh, pointed out that he liked the, the score. The music was uh, was well done as well. I enjoyed the score also. And that uh, that car scene was great too. When they're yeah. fighting in the cars, it's like slowly moving off the. Yeah. <laughs> they're just kicking. They just like you said, flailing, kind of more realistic fighting. Like they're not experts, you know, flailing, kicking the windshield out, and just all kinds of crazy stuff. But yeah, stick. just very, very, very well done uh, chase sequence. But they're trying to get him, and then they find out where they, they get his briefcase, and then they send him a message at uh, where he works. And uh, they find, you know, and he opens up the briefcase and he looks inside and he sees a picture of, uh, you know, his family marked out in the photo. And then he freaks the fuck out and they're like, we're coming for you. We're coming for everybody. And then uh, he freaks out, calls the cop. I don't know, man. At that point, I would have been like, 
all right, you guys need to leave the country. <laughs> I'm going to put the, put my family in, a, in an airplane and say, hey, you guys are going to Hawaii or something. Uh-huh. Pack up the bags. But I don't think he really knew exactly Well, they had two worse. cops sitting yeah. outside the house. They were really useful, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they didn't even get out of the car. And it looked like their one of the throat was slit. So that means they didn't even notice somebody creeping up on the, to the cop car <laughs> and slit their throat. Uh, but yeah, phenomenal scene, amazing camera work, tension, suspense, very well acted. But let's go back a little bit to uh, 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 bootleg Jax Teller here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, this guy was good in the movie. Let's go back to his dad. Bones. <laughs> Bones Darling. John Goodman is fucking hilarious in this movie. <laughs> he is hilarious. And he's sick and tired of his son's shenanigans. He's like, yo, you're supposed to be out there on them streets with the, with the crew making me money. Y'all around here, you know, whatever you think is important is not important. Go out there and make that money. Stop fucking around. He got mad, too, because yeah. Billy shows up. He dumps, like, two bills on us. He's like, what the heck is this? He's like, that's our night's run. He's like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> Wasn't there a line, like, after he chewed his son out, and his son still st- still was standing there, and he sat down, and he, like, he put his glasses on, and he's like, this is the signal that you need to move the fuck on, or something like that. <laughs> or something like that. He was dirty, grungy, grimy. He looked like he had like sores on his face. His face was all fucked up. But he was fucking hilarious. John Goodman's great, dude. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen John Goodman in a movie where I was like, yo, John Goodman's acting is like trash. I don't think that's ever happened. (laughs) Even if he's in a commercials. Yeah, even if he's in a bad movie, he's good in it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, great scene. Definitely great scene. And then this is where you know I think maybe uh, this is where maybe the audience, the mainstream casuals, probably had an issue with this movie. Maybe this is one of the reasons why I don't agree with it, but maybe this is one of the reasons why maybe the score was lower because the casual audience they want to go to a movie for funsies. They want to bring Timmy. They want to bring Jimmy. And they want to sit down and watch the baby. It's the guy from fucking Footloose, man. Come on. No. Let's bring the family. <laughs> Footloose. Tremors. All right. Dance we're gonna have our way good- to that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have a good time here, right? Bring the family. And I think when the house gets bum rushed after they kill the cops and they go in there, realistically, shit happens. And of course, we don't want the family to die. But the other hand, like the way I view the movie, it's like, you know, kind of realistic. They're there for revenge. You know, the Baconator is not John Wick. Okay. (laughs) He's just a regular dude. And, you know, they ended up killing Kelly Preston right in front of him, his wife. And then they shoot his son and then they shoot him, leave him for dead. But he's, you know, they thought they think he's dead, but he's not. And it's just like, I think maybe the, the casual audience, that was probably a downer for them, you know? And they're probably like, oh, this is just violent movie just to be violent and whatever. It's a fucking vigilante revenge movie. And that's the and point shit. of the movie that some critics apparently didn't catch. Yeah. There's consequences. Yeah. 
And we've had movies like this forever. You ever, anybody see the film Vigilante starring Fred Williamson and Robert Forrester? <laughs> His son, the little kid, because that's how they don't give a fuck in the 80s, yo. All right, 70s, 80s, don't give a fuck. His son was like a little kid who was in the bathtub and straight up shotgun, boom, <laughs> and you just see the blood fly out of the window. Like, it was like insane. So, yeah, of course. I saw a Category 3 film from the early 90s where a little girl gets burned alive with gasoline on a chair. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just. Yeah, the foreign countries don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's safe. Okay, anybody could go at any moment, but you know sometimes we like that kind of stuff. It's like yeah. it's like yeah, man, that's fucked up. But hey, kind of saw it coming, really. And a lot of times, Hollywood mainstream movies they'll kind of they'll, they won't pull the trigger. They're like ah, that's too much for the audience. Ah, and I I I, I kind of think maybe a little bit, a little negative for me. This is a small nitpick for me. That his son just happened to pull through. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that was a last minute rewrite. Like this mm. is too much because mm-hmm. they came in there and killed the whole fucking family. And how convenient at the end his son kind of makes it. But I like the movie so much I'll let it pass. It's fine. It's also a little contrived I, that Billy didn't just double tap everyone. Just you know, just <laughs> bam, 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 you know what I mean? Right? Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's one of those. I kind of I wouldn't be surprised if the you know they're like you know the whole family dies, dude. You might want to just rewrite that he lives at the end, okay? And then I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But I wouldn't know any of this because there's no audio commentary and there's no fucking special features because there's no Blu-ray studios, Arrow, Scream Factory, Save Us, fucking Vinegar Syndrome, so all the, the bullshit movies they've been releasing on Blu-ray. <laughs> Hey, uh, the, the Alien in the it was an Alien in L.A. or whatever the fuck that movie is. Alien in L.A. or whatever the fuck visits L.A. But no death sentence. I'm blue. <laughs> Mac and me has sorry, sorry, Manny. Mac and me. Hey man, don't <laughs> Mac and me. That's a great thing. <laughs> Mac and me has a release on Blu-ray, but no death sentence. I'm just hey, hey. garbage pale kids. All right. <laughs> Back to me for you. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is on Blu-ray, but no death sentence. Just want to just want to make sure everyone has this in perspective. Yeah. All right. I'd be so pissed. Back- <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know, it's this is one of the movies, man, where they just kind of kept it real. It was just like we taking everybody out, and that's kind of a rare thing. I think movies yeah, having awesome. some some type of balls. I think we should celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> as odd as that sounds, we should celebrate that kind. If of your stuff. movie could possibly offend someone, you're probably doing something right. That's true. That's right. And yeah. as it means, like the, the thugs, like the worst shots ever. You know, when they were shooting him up in the house, like he dodged every bullet, even in the bathroom quarters. You know, he was jumping out of the out of the tub, and it's a misfire. He jump jump out over the sink, it's another misfire. It's like. Yeah, it must be stormtroopers, man. That's terrible. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's true. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, hold on, we got a super chat here. Super chat, Bo. Uh, thanks for the super chat. He likes. I like the parallel with nobody, but both lead actors are badasses and still get their asses kicked. A lot of action hero flicks make the hero untouchable. That's true. That is true. 
and uh, I appreciated him getting fucked up too. So, oh, but yeah. uh, I like Mac and me, sexy sumo. It's okay. You better. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. So where are we now? Okay. So he's in the <laughs> uh, sumo. Where are we now in the plot? Take it from there. Um. So here we are uh, in the hospital. Uh, after they get blasted, and then uh, the wife's dead, and <clears throat> wakes up out of a nice little short coma, uh, which then he's like, still thinking he's in the house, panicking, and then he wakes up and he's like, "All right, what's going on?" And he goes, "Hey, you're lucky to be alive." And the detective's letting him know, "You know what? This has to stop. This has gotten out of control. You need to, you know, you need to, you need to end this. And why? Why is it still going?" It's like, "Yeah, I know." And he goes. He goes, my, my family's dead. I killed my family. Goes, well, not quite. You know, your son's still alive. He's hanging on, but he's still alive. You know, so then he goes and gives his son a whole spiel, like you said earlier, uh, talking about how, you know, the other one was always. You suck. Too, you know, yeah, you're a sucky <laughs> son. You know, he goes, I'm glad you're there on that bed. And the other I'm one. Se- I'm settling because you're yeah. the only one left. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, he holds his hand and then he goes, all right, you know what? And then he, that's what, and then he does that. That hardcore stone cold stare into, yeah. the, into the camera, you know, it's like, and then he disappears. And then, of course, the detective comes in, and he's gone, right? Yep. And then the whole time he's walking around in a hospital gown, and nobody noticed that walking around in a hospital gown out in the rain. <laughs> you know, he's just walking around with the tough music playing yep. in the background, and that's when he starts to get ready. You know, yeah. um, he goes to hiding, and then he um. He goes back to his house and he sees uh, the whole chaos that happened, and he um, he decides to go, you know, withdraw all his funds uh, from the bank, uh, which then he decides to buy weapons. Uh, and guess who he buys weapons from? None other than than uh, yep, Bones Bones Darley there, you know. And, and they and, they, and the, the the cool part is that they don't really tell you that Bones is her dad until that moment in time. You know, because he's the whole time he's just giving him shit, giving yeah. him shit. The fact that the other the, the, the other son died, but he just didn't care. Right? He showed no emotion or, or or regard about the other son dying. So there was until that moment when he goes, uh, you know, I, <laughs> he had the funniest quotes. Was like, "Hey, you're a cash customer, you know, <laughs> you're, you're the best service, right?" Uh, and he goes, uh, "You know, he goes, you're the one that's you know that's turning. You go, are you going after uh, uh, Billy Darling?" He goes, "Yeah," and he goes. Well, so you're going after my son. And that's when he's like, what? That's your son? And he goes, you know what? I don't care what you do to him. You know, <laughs> maybe he deserved it. You know? Hilarious. He goes, but if you think I'm going to tell you, if you think I'm going to tell you that, then I'll kill you. You know? And then, and then it goes on from there and he just let him go on his way. Right? Yeah. Uh, from there, he does the, the whole music montage of fixing the guns and prepping them and Giving himself yeah. a good, you know, I missed a bunch of spots in the back of his head. I like that actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's all botched. Yeah, it was really botched. I get it. He had to miss the scar that was right here. It was really bad. But, yeah. Um, I like the fact that James Wan used a lot of grittiness to his scenes and yes. then a lot of a lot of bold colors, kind of like Saw. You know, he used a lot of a lot of bold greens and a lot of bold reds, which made this the, the movies just seem that much more grittier than it, than it is, right? Yeah. Um, and then we go, uh, after he preps and, uh, obviously bones goes to tell his dad or his son, 
you know, while he's dealing in the street, you know, the fact that he's going to come after him. Yeah. Um, he blew it. He showed weakness. Yeah. Showed weakness. <laughs> and then Billy went and shot his own dad, you know. Took, his, took the car. Yeah, and he took the car, and then he goes to the, they go to the meeting place, which happens to be at the old hospital, you know, because he got the details on where the old hospital was from that, the first guy that he ran into, because in I kind of skipped ahead, right? Um, he goes to that okay. one, that one junkie that was with his girlfriend, which is yeah. the clip right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he gets the we intel. we killed you. Yeah, I thought we killed you. Yeah. Uh, he gets the intel from that guy, uh, which then he knows where they're at. Right. And there's that Great whole, scene. yeah, there's a whole thing where he just, he just bum rushes the, the van, dude, with the, with the, with the car and he just splits <laughs> it in half, man. It was just a brutal scene. Yeah. And then from there, the shootout begins. Yeah, Eric, I will give you the finale. Yes. Yeah, I will say, you know, the, there are little things, little annoyances that hit me during the final half hour, like the Billy not double tapping everybody and in, in, uh, in the house, or uh, you know, I do think they did a really good job of making Kevin Bacon's character fumble with the guns because he's so inexperienced. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think he was he was pretty efficient in this finale, even though he missed a lot. He did right. miss a lot before killing people, which I, yeah. I appreciated. I mean, yeah. the, the dude's a normal dude. He takes out about half a dozen dudes. But still, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. But I could see some people throwing that in as a criticism. But, yeah, when he goes through this thing, it's uh, – you know, he shoots the one guy in the leg, and that was nasty. That was, that was great. Good, that, 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 was, that was nasty stuff. That was brilliant. And then the other thing I didn't – I disagree with the shotgun choice. Wouldn't you want, like, a pump action with more rounds in, or more shells in it rather than a two-shooter? I was just thinking of that myself. Because yeah. if I had to go in and fight a bunch of dudes, I would want to have to reload as little as possible. Right, right. But it, it works because I like reload scenes in a movie like this because he's you know he's getting shot and he's got to reload the shotgun. It really uh, it was a well constructed scene. Uh, there were some other good deaths in it too. The one dude trying to run out the window and he just blows him away and he flies out <laughs> right. the window. It's fucking great. It's scratching the itch, man. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely and the environment's good too. It's all gritty and grimy in the place. Yeah. So yeah, that was a good. It's, it was a good solid finale. And uh, he gets to the final, and he's pretty unscathed until Billy shows up and the other dude, and they get him from both sides. So he takes, I think, two or three shots, but he takes out both of these guys with the handgun. Right in the and, neck, he gets uh, shot. Yeah, he gets shot in the neck. This and is Billy, brutal. Yeah, Billy gets his fingers blown off, which is always right. nice to see. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, so so after this, you get Kevin Bacon and this Billy guy, and they sit on the bench, both like half dead, and they have a nice little discussion uh, with each other. And I kind of liked it, you know, because Billy knows he's done, but he still he tries to get the last laugh in by telling Bacon that he made him what he is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I thought was it, yeah, it so kind of drives the point of the film home. When he told me, he goes, "I made you into one of us. You're yeah. one of us." And then uh, Bacon has enough energy to pull out that other pistol and finish the job, which they don't show. Oh, yeah. the question, though. The question, he goes, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that that was, was pretty so good. good. That was pretty good. The shooting but, on the neck reminded yeah. me a lot of Taxi Driver. Yeah. You yeah, know, when I was just getting ready to say that. The neck and the blood just flushing out. Man, I was like, wow, yeah. that's good. 
It was fucking brutal. It definitely had that taxi driver vibe, especially when he was sitting down. Kind of yeah. slumped over like that, too. Kind of reminded me of Taxi Driver. But again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, you know, what Eric and you guys pointed out, camera work. Yes. Dude. This is like, one. look at this camera shot. Are you fucking kidding me right now? The camera work throughout this entire movie is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. But, you know, 20% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So, you know, 20% out of 100. Yeah. <laughs> you know... Him blowing off the fingers of, uh, you know, what you call it right there, really? and killing all those people. You know, it's just the sake of violent being to be violent, you know. Not that he's pissed off that the guy killed his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the oldest tale of man. You want to go, you can go back to old black and white westerns, okay? Revenge. Someone done did me wrong. I'm going after them, okay? Revenge stories, martial arts, kung fu, samurai, exploitation, right? Revenge flicks have been around <laughs> forever, all right? Revenge stories are in the Bible, <laughs> okay? Revenge! So I'm just saying, you know, this is not nothing new, and if you're a human being, you can relate. <laughs> to these characters, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of relate, you know, because it's fucked. You're like, fuck, this is fucked up. What happened to this guy's family, man? Fuck these dudes up. When I went in and watched Rambo 4, I was embarrassed to be in that theater. I saw the trailer, I saw that wig that Stallone was wearing. I was like, this is embarrassing. But I had to support John Rambo, needed me. I went to the theater, sat down. And I was like, fuck these villains in this movie, because <laughs> they're horrible. I want them all to get destroyed. And I was satisfied. And that movie, I think, has a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. We may have, that may be a future episode. <laughs> we could talk Isn't about it. it. We're going to have to do it, I think, Eric. Well, we'll do it in the future. But I'm just saying, this is, this is a very relatable concept. You know, you want to see, you know, the, the douchebags get theirs. But here's the thing, though. Did he die at the end? What do you guys oh, think? We don't know, man. The I say he, yes. He just let himself bleed out. I say yes. I think uh, once he got the news from Aisha Tyler that his son pulled through, he's not in a coma anymore, you can see a little small hint of relief in his face, and then he just kind of slumps over, and that's it. Because yeah, so he removed you, his hand from his neck. <laughs> yeah. Blood flow out. Right. I think I think he did, and I think that was a perfect ending uh, to this vigilant to, for this beautiful violent <laughs> story <laughs> that we got here. But here's the thing: casuals bringing Bimmy and Jimmy get the popcorn. <laughs> let's all go to the lobby, <laughs> right? Right? It's a let's family go, let's let's go out to a family picture. I think these type <laughs> of casuals, I think these type of casuals are probably like, holy shit, the oldest son dies. Holy fuck, the wife dies, and now the dad dies, and now you have the youngest son left without a family. Boo-hoo, 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's I think few, that's what it is. You want a few quotes? I, I got a few Let's quote you. it. Let's, let's hear the bullshit. Here's the big one that I think tells you. All right, all right. 
think of it as one long worship service in the Church of Vigilante Justice. Fail grade. Uh, the other one that I saw was uh, this is a laughably laughably bad exercise in the pornography of sadism and the American <laughs> appetite which voraciously consumes it. One out of ten. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this is hilarious. Keep going. You got one more? Oh my god. Oh, those two were pretty good enough. Actually. Yeah, those are those are pretty good. Oh those my god. The, the Church of Latter Day Saints. It, it, it just makes you wonder. <laughs> It makes you wonder, have you ever seen a revenge tale type of movie before? It just makes you wonder. And think about where this, where the whole family ends up at the end of the film. This isn't like uh, saying vigilante justice is a good thing, I don't think. I don't think that's the point of the movie. No, no. And, and, and if, you, if you stop and think about it, if he didn't go after the one guy, everybody would still be alive. Yeah. So this is a lesson. There's a lesson here, too. That's probably not a good idea, but you can kind of understand why he did it, you know? So it's just kind of like, you know, people just, just you know what, just go watch Frozen, yeah. okay? <laughs> the lesson go. of this movie is don't ever flash your headlights. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole lesson, right? <laughs> that happened to a guy I uh, I know... Um, one night he was driving and the other cars, it wasn't that their lights were off, that their highs were on. Mm-hmm. And he flashed and was like, oh, well, your highs are off. The dudes turned around, chased him down and started yelling at him. Yep. He's, like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying. He's like, well, that's how my lights work or whatever. I'm just, yeah. just like, sorry, dude. I just flipped my lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a funny story for you. So I was driving one day and the guy on the side... <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's the guy. I had a driver on the other side, and I had I had an itch. I had an itch, so I was I was scratching the itch. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. I was doing that, and I turn a turn like this, you know, just a turn, <laughs> and the guy over here was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" I was laughing my ass off. I was laughing hysterically. Oh, boy. There's another I'm one just... I got for you. Okay. I wasn't there for this, but my buddies were. And one of my buddies, he liked to, you know, he liked to look at the ladies. So yeah. it's a summer day, and he's hanging out. You know, he's in the back window. He's he's checking out some dude's girl. And the dude was sitting <laughs> right in the car there. It was like a, a convertible. And he was just, like, gawking at his girl. And the dude gets out of the car, and he goes, my friend turns to my other friend. He's like, drive, <laughs> drive. And the dude almost got a punch in. Oh, man. Like, just go, just go, damn it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this is an overall a very entertaining movie with some very, very awesome camera work, suspense building with a, with an awesome climax that scratches the fucking itch with really great performances from everyone involved. And the the twenty percent out of a hundred puzzles me. And here's the thing: I wonder if you go back to those old classic westerns, if you go back to those. Old school samurai classic revenge movies. I wonder if you put them in the in Rotten Tomatoes now. I wonder if they'll be re rated. If the today's critics watch those old classics, I wonder wonder what those classics would be getting. I highly I, I, I highly see all of those classics being rated extremely low as well. Oh mm-hmm. I see it. I see it. Unforgiven <laughs> violence. <laughs> right? So it's Outlaw Josie Wales, five percent out of a hundred. Oh boy! It's like it's like they don't get it today. It's like 
you know, everyone is movies are subjective, right? But it's just like when you don't accept and review a film within its genre, it's representing. That's the problem with critics. You know, it's it's ironic because you would assume that critics would be the most open-minded people, but they're actually some of the most closed-minded compared to the average viewer. Exactly, exactly. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this micro-budget movie. It costs ten dollars. Somebody had a cell phone. They made a ten dollar movie. I'm gonna watch it. Now, am I going to compare this micro-budget movie to Tombstone or some bullshit? <laughs> no! I'm going to... Re- let's Okay, I'm going to give this micro-budget film a shot. See if it's at least entertaining, right? You got That's how you have to approach film. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... People don't approach film that way. But this was awesome. Oh, shit! You married, you married the perfect one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I clicked on the wrong comment. Sorry. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, yo, sorry. It was, a, trouble, it was a slip of the. It was, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. There you go. That's hey. the right one. <laughs> sorry hey, about that. Man. I'm a sorry. Man. Yeah. There you go. That's you just signed my death sentence. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So nice knowing you guys. Oh shit! Ooh. That's all right. Me and Samurai will just uh, wait. Oh no, we can't wait outside your house. You have to go inside. Who <laughs> hell? We'd be like the cops from this movie. Avenge me! Oh shit! <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's gonna that's gonna best of the year. Oh, <laughs> uh, we love you, Danielle. Sorry about that. Slip it. Slip it. The, the finger there. All right. Well, this was a blast. This is a lot of fun. Uh, hanging out with these two legends, talking about movies, and all you guys hanging out with us, talking movies. But let's see what the internet thought before we get to our verdict. You already know what our verdict is, but let's see what the internet thought. Did they think this was really as bad? And it deserves its 20% rating. Oh, my. Look at that. Look at that, son. They disagreed. That's right. That's what I like to see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 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 fifteen percent that that's on there. They were all the Rotten Tomato critics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this was a this was a blast. I mean, Sumo is it really that bad? Hell no, it was fantastic. Eric, not even close. There, not even close. There you go. So it gets the pass today on. Is it really that bad? Chuck Norris approves. He knows all about motherfucking revenge movies. <laughs> he approves. So there you go. <laughs> so it has passed today. This was a blast hanging out with these, these awesome gents. And hanging out with all you badasses. Thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Share the video. Get it out there. Let other people know about Death Sentences. as a solid, entertaining yeah. action movie. Let Make people it. know. Because even Hollywood's like, shh. Bury it. No. It's not E.T. the game. 
<laughs> and uh, also, don't forget, tomorrow, me and Joel Valley from Media Glitch are going to be reviewing Dynasty Warriors. Yes. Ooh. And I, I, I've heard a, a statement said about the film. They called it gold-plated. No. They called the movie a gold-plated turd. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch this. Hopefully, that movie it's, hopefully it's ridiculously over the top, and I'll actually get some entertainment out of it. If it's boring, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy it. So that's tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time. There will be is It is spoilers. So if you guys want to watch it, it is on Netflix right now. So it is spoiler. It is going, going to be a spoiler review. And also, don't forget, this Thursday, it's a big one, versus episode. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, here you go. That guy that doesn't know how to fight, just getting his I'm, ass. He's just standing there. <laughs> I'm pumped. I got chills. I got chills. But yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun this Thursday. Make sure you guys show up. Gonna be badass. Gonna be fun. And also, don't forget spread the word that the Kung Fu Extravaganza for the first time is gonna be live here on the channel, July 22nd, Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Rick and Rick and some special guests will be here. Uh, hanging out with the Samurai and you guys. So make sure you mark your calendars. And don't forget, tomorrow is Dynasty Warriors. Is it? <laughs> is it? Truly gold-plated turd. Is it a turd? <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again for watching. we see all you badass is on the flip side. Take care, guys. Wah! Wah!